The views and opinions expressed by guests on the TWBC podcast are solely those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views of nor constitute an endorsement by the host, TWBC, or the advertisers. National Championships, Confederation Championships, World Championships, Major Professional Events. For over three decades, he has been there for many of the sport's greatest moments. And now he brings you even closer to the movers and shakers in the world of high echelon tournament water skiing. From the founder and creator of the Water Ski Broadcasting Company comes the TWBC Podcast. And now here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Well, greetings, folks, and welcome to this latest episode of the TWBC podcast. I am the aforementioned uh, Tony Lightfoot, and uh, quite a bit of ambient noise uh, behind us as we are at the uh, the King of Darkness, the preliminary round uh, of the event. And joining me here on this podcast, we don't get to hear from him too often because he is he's he's quite shy and he is very softly spoken. But we're going to hear a lot of good things from him today. It is none other than Taylor Garcia. How are you doing, sir? Doing good. Thanks for having me on, Tony. Good, 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 good. So, uh, as uh, as there's action going on behind us, you can. You can even hear uh, the jumpers going by. How about that for ambient sound, huh? It's definitely a good backdrop we've got up here. Yes, indeed. Right up in the crow's nest adjacent to the jump. Now, Taylor Garcia, uh, definitely one of the uh, the best jumpers in the world. Your home site, a lot of expectation going in to this event. Uh, how do you deal with all of that? Um, honestly, it's just so f- nice to have it here. It's such a good site with uh, knowing that everyone's going to be taken care of and... We give them the best conditions we can, and we get amazing scores and a fun time out of it. So not too much pressure, really, just out there having a good time. Okay, so uh, just a little bit of background story on you, Tyler Garcia. I mean, let, let, let's just see if we can fill in the banks. Your personal best in this event is uh, just, just your personal best total, for starters. 230. 230 feet, okay. So how, have, have you been... Uh, jump in those kind of distances or are, you, or are you just trying to look for consistency a little bit low the, low the top level here? Um, I definitely look for consistency. I, I want to have a nice solid platform of jumps and I'd love it if I was consistent up at 230 but consistency is my goal and uh, I think that builds into bigger jumps. Excellent stuff because I mean from what I can see in the jump event you know the less that you think about what you're doing out there in the turn and getting set up for your position, the more success you're going to have because, you know, it, it means that you're dialed in and you're locked in and there's, there's very there's very little outside that can happen to you on that. that I definitely level. think that, yes, you need to make sure you're minimizing the overthought when you're turning, but there's a lot of preparation and thought on shore going down the lake that takes place going into the jump. Like, it's it does look very simple, but I think there is quite a bit of thought and planning going into every single aspect of the turn and the jump so excellent excellent so uh 230 we've established that uh your season looked uh i mean it still look, does look promising i mean when we when we factor in certain certain things but i mean a few weeks ago you're trying to qualify for the masters yeah. and unfortunately and and not a lot of people know this beyond beyond the inner circle but you tore your acl so you've been basically skiing according to your father steve garcia essentially on one leg since 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 the since may into june right yeah yeah it's i only found out last week finally went and got the imaging done and but yeah it's it's been rough uh 
not exactly where I wanted to be coming into the season, but I'm uh, making do. I'm seeing a PT regularly. I plan on skiing through the, the whole season. Well, excellent stuff, and this, certainly yeah, you have my admiration right off the bat, you know, because, I mean, I injured myself jumping like several, several years ago in the late part of the 1990s, tore my meniscus, and in those times, you know, like, decent knee surgery and physical therapy wasn't available to me at that time, so basically the, my jumping career was over at that point, and I just went to slalom and... But anyway, enough about me, more about you. So, World Championships are coming up uh, this season and plenty of other tournaments. Uh, what, uh, what, what, okay, let's let's try and partition that, the answer to that question. Obviously, before the injury, what's your level, what was your level of expectation there? And after the injury, has it been, has it changed anything? Uh, no, the injury hasn't changed anything. I'm, I'm definitely planning on being competitive. I want to be I'm not here to sit around and watch. I want to be up there with the big guys. I want to take a poke at it and, if not win, put pressure on the guys winning, for sure. Okay, so, uh, obviously, as you as you came into the sport, I mean, you started jumping relatively young. I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I still have visions of you, like, being the forerunner at the LA Night Jam in, in Louisiana back in the days, you probably still still have uh, thoughts of jumping at night. You know, for definitely. The first time. Uh, that that tournament especially sparked my love for night jump. That's why King of Darkness is a night jump. We organize night jumps here because they are just they're fun, and I've been doing them so long that I can't imagine professional jumping without night jump. How involved are you in the organization process of this uh, of this event? Because because every every because this event kind of centers a little bit around your father Steve Garcia you know it's his it's his brainchild his baby but does he kind of pull you and the rest of the family into the whole organization aspect uh, my mom and dad definitely do 99% of the work I'm more of the grunt work we need a buoy put in we need a buoy taken out that kind of stuff's where I specialize swimming moving stuff my mom and dad do the the heavy lifting and the hard work for sure all right then so uh, I mean, obviously, we're hearing a lot of jumping, a lot of noise in the background. You know, kind of, kind of adds to the whole ambiance and stuff like that. You know, so between here and the worlds, what does your schedule look like? Uh, I think we have Malibu Open and the U.S. Open in between. Oh yeah, yeah, because so, they because they just reinstated the yeah. U.S. Open. Yeah, just in up case at our nationals. Pick, yeah, just in case you didn't pick up on that news, that's going to be in the final weekend of the U.S. Nationals over at uh, Water's Edge in Wilmington, just outside Joliet. So. Uh, with those events, the Malibu Open and the US, the US Nationals and then the World Championships, not an awful lot of opportunities for jumpers these days. Um, yeah, it's, with coronavirus and all that, it definitely cut down our season a little bit with Europe being a bit harder to get to, but I think uh, everyone's moving forward and we should start to see tournaments popping up all over the place soon. Okay, obviously for many years you took a lot of inspiration for your jumping from the likes of Freddy Krueger. Does that still extend to this day? Yes, definitely. Um, his style is something to be mimicked, if at the very least. So I'm working on that. It's it's a little hard. He's a bit smaller than I am, so it's a work in progress. A work in progress. Okay, so uh, I mean, obviously you're doing doing the best with what you have so far as jumping is concerned. I mean, is there is there anything that that you feel like you need to do change wise? You know, but between what you're doing now and to where where your, where your dream setup would be? I mean, jump skis, physical No, I've had a... Aspect. Thanks to... Well, physical, I'd love to get my knee in order. That'd yeah, be of great. course. <laughs> yeah, but but in order to get the knee, I mean, there might be some uh, some other physical aspect you have to change to your own body yep. in order for it to heal quicker. And then when so. you get back, 
you're in a better position to stay you know one, healthy, one, healthy. Yeah. yeah exactly so yeah i mean eating right gym pt trying to stay in the in the correct path is challenging these days there's so much good food around and <laughs> lazy things to do but i'm gonna do my best to stick with my pt's scheduling and do what i can excellent stuff excellent stuff so uh obviously we've touched upon a lot of what you do and all that kind all that kind of stuff you know so uh let's kind of delve a little bit out of what you do and and kind of like take a look at the sports you know generalistically so obviously the the water ski pro tour is coming to play twbc has gotten a lot involved with that so uh how do you how do you feel how do you feel about water skiing's immediate and long-term future based upon what has happened recently in that regard? Uh, cautiously optimistic. I mean, we'll see. There, there's been attempts of these kinds of things before, and I really mm. hope it works out. Because um, it does have the foundation to be something good. We just have to make sure it gets built up the correct way. Okay, yeah, because, I mean, you're obviously making a slight reference to the Water Ski World Cup, you know, the uh, the, the worldwide tour that, uh, that has come, and now the elite points of which the World Cup was based upon have now gone, and now we've gone to, to pro points, and more of the tournaments are established, established based around existing events at a, pre, a premium sites for skiers, so their chances of actually pointing out some decent scores are far greater in conditions that are uh, more and more conducive okay so so do you feel that approach is a lot better than compared to say the water ski world cup from from yay yay long ago i think you need to plan tournaments around what you're looking for king of darkness we have a world-class site and we plan around that but we also have had tournaments like uh, at lake eola in downtown orlando where it wasn't a Soaked, perfect site yeah, yeah. and that was we knew it was coming. We did the best we could to make it good for the skiers, but we put it somewhere where the crowd could come out. And I think that's something we need to look at. We're, we do tournaments in places where it is quite rough and quite dangerous, mm -hmm. but not where there's going to be a crowd. So yeah. I think you either need to have a beautiful man-made lake like this, or you can go to the sketchy spot, but you better bring a crowd. Because if you're jumping out there for, well, nothing, mm -hmm. if there's it's just money on the line and there's no crowd, you're not having spectators, you're not exposing people to the sport, then it's an unnecessary risk. Yeah, but you see, you seem to have a pretty, uh, yeah, you seem to have a pretty good, well, well-founded, well, uh, well-established opinion as to uh, as to how you feel the water skiing should should go. Is there is there anything you want to expand upon that? Because I mean, you're involved in an in an event and in that in that small percentage that involves you putting buoys and taking them out, and 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 competing obviously. But I mean, is there anything that you would like to see beyond the scope of what you've just said happen to tournament water skiing to raise its profile? Um, no, I, I honestly think that's a pretty solid start. I think we need to to keep the not the expectations low but keep the goals attainable at first like slowly build our way back up as opposed to trying to make great strides because yeah we can have one massive event but if we don't have the foundation to keep that event going and going and going then it'll peter out as we've seen all too often okay so that's that falls under the category of expectations of water skiing but let's go back to you between now and the end of the season what is the dream expectation for you um, I'd like to hit at least one or two more jumps into the 230s. I, it's quite, it's quite fun jumping that far, and I, it's been a little while since I've done it in a tournament. So I, I would like to go put some jumps out there in the mid to high 230s, and have a good time, you know. 
So if you jump 230 in a tournament and you end up coming in fourth, you'd still have a smile on your face. Yes. Very good. Be a little bittersweet smile, but definitely a smile because that is an accomplishment that is, it's hard. I mean, 230, 225 is hard. 230 is just a whole nother animal, so. There you go, and hearing jumps. <laughs> not, not quite as far as 230 at this time, but I mean, pl plenty to get stoked for yeah. in USA. Definitely, watching these girls kick it gets exciting. All right then, yes, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll bring this podcast uh, to an end, but uh, is there anything you'd like to say to, uh, to round off uh, to your family, to your friends, and to your fans out there, anything you'd like to close with? Uh, just thank you to my family for always supporting me, and to all the coaches like Scott Ellis and Jay Bennett that have helped me get here. Excellent stuff. Short and sweet. And uh, that was Taylor Garcia. Thanks a lot for listening. My name is Tony Lightfoot. This has been the latest episode of the TWBC podcast. And until next time, it is ciao for now. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcast. <laughs>